When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of the Kick and Cover podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest with us. Uh, we have Bill Schaefer from Launchpad Kickoff Tea. How are you doing, sir? Master, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, um, Mr. Schaefer is a representative of Launchpad Kickoff Tea, as I said, and um, there, he's here to talk about his um, Launchpad Kickoff Tea. Um, Kind of first before we get started, I mean, for people who don't know what it is or who haven't seen it, kind of do you want to just kind of explain where this started at um, and kind of what it is for people who aren't aware of it? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, for the last uh, 25 years or so, um, all tees, I don't know if you can see this, Coach, all tees, this is the, uh, this is the, the uh, kick six from Under Armour. Have you seen this tee? I don't think I have off the top of my head. I've heard of it, but I've not actually like messed with it in person. Now, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting tee. You know, Under Armour. It's very stylish. You know, very uh, the lines are very uh, modern. But just like every other tee for the last twenty five years, it's it has a cup as its mounting apparatus. See how that is? Yeah. Right. So if you put your finger in there, you're actually covering that much of the ball. Okay. okay. So it is what it is. It's not. It has a bit of big deal, but that's that's what most tees are. Right. You can use it either way. It's designed for forward tee. It lets you see the kicker, see the entire ball. Can you see that? Yeah. You see the the ball all the way from the top to the bottom. The reason that this is important, I don't know if you golf or not. Um, I do golf a little bit. I'm sure you understand what a wedge is yeah right if you try a wedge shot with the old style tee you're gonna you're gonna impact you can have an impact injury with the launch pad you can do you can do that right especially because the, the fins are flexible you yeah. seen one of these did you get your tee in the mail yet no i've not gotten my tee in the mail yet but i i have i have i've had i've seen obviously your stuff online um and I mean, me and you've talked a little bit about it. We talked, I think, what, last week about some of the kickers you've had, or um, but no, I've not seen one in person yet. Yeah, they're they're flexible. That's what's surprising is that they're flexible. You know, and yet when you kick, if you ever, this is probably the main the main difference between our tee and any other tee. If you were to kick this tee, that's going to cause an impact injury. This with the on-ramp, is it's impossible to kick the tee. So that's eliminated so much of uh, impact injury, and it's exposed the ball, giving kicker uh, tons more ways of kicking than ever before. Okay. So this, this tee will let you – it'll do everything that this tee will do, but it'll do everything – it'll do 
it'll do so much more. So that's that's mainly the difference between the two teams. I don't know if that explains it or not. Yeah, no, that's that's a pretty good coat. Um, like especially, I mean, that's I mean that's a conversation I have in a lot of areas when when I've talked on this podcast and with other coaches is there are certain areas where special teams or special teams really equipment hasn't really changed in 20 years. Like the, and part of that is rules. I mean, that is, I mean, I had to talk with a buddy the other day about why every NFL team still pro style punts at formation wise, because the rule changes haven't really forced, encouraged, um, allowed for some formation changes because of how people can release downfield on the punt. Um, and kind of same thing with tech. I mean, you essentially think of when you're talking kickoffs. I'm t- I think of two things. I think of the good old orange, the orange kickoff tees that are, I mean, haven't changed in forever. And then there's yeah. kind of like the um, kind of like the Under Armour ones where you kind of just rest it in side. We don't use the Under Armour one. We have one another one that's kind of similar to that. It's a black one. I forget who well, made it. So it's called the Ground Zeroes, probably yeah. what you have. And, and yeah. those are the two I've seen. Like, it, there isn't really much gigantic difference. I mean, there's the same basis. But, again, to the point, they're hard as a rock. If you kick it, you're going to have an impact injury. Yeah, in fact, uh, last year, Rivals.com, uh, the Bama Insider Edition, uh, wrote up that the kicker from uh, Alabama, um, Will Riker was his name, William Riker. And this guy, uh, uh, first, he was highly touted, first game of the season. Uh, kicked the uh, the ground zero and tore his hip flexor and was out for the season. And so the point of the article was that had he been using the launch pad, he would not have incurred that injury. And um, and that's Nick Saban commented on it. He, he called kicking the uh, the ground zero. It was it's like kicking a, a brick. Uh, <laughs> we didn't say that. But that's uh, that's from Nick Saban. Um, but that's very true. And the key for this, the key for this coach is, is simply this. Once if there's a, there's a, a principle in, in medicine called guarding, let's say you've got a lacerated liver yeah. and they go in to palpate your area to feel that you tense up, yeah. right? That's called guarding. And you have to like talk them down and get them to relax a little bit. You kick a T like this and injure your foot. What that does is psychologically, it's in your brain for the rest of your life. And you have to be careful. And so it limits the range that you'll allow yourself to kick. It will limit uh, the techniques that you'll try because you psychologically, subconsciously remember that pain. Does that make sense? Oh, it 100% makes sense. And like I said, that's kind of, again, goes back to there's sometimes, unfortunately, in life, there are injuries force technological advancements maybe a little too late, but it still happens. Like uh, the seatbelt's always an example, uh, but you just see that safety features for everything. And sure, then, sure. I mean, that's where we've seen helmets evolve in the past 10 years. Not because, I mean, they didn't change for 15 years, 15, 20, 30 years. And then concussions and other various things, studies force the evolution. Again, I don't know about you, but I don't want my hip, my kicker tearing his hip flexor or breaking his toe because he's trying to kick a ball. Um, now I, I do have a question like from a, does it, does it affect an onside kick at all? Cause that's, that's, I mean, as a special teams coordinator, my first instinct does how, does it help? Does it hurt? Does it factor in at all? Is there any changes? Cause like, 
obviously that that one we have that I just told you about has a I mean spot for to change if you want to do onside and then I mean obviously sure. we're still mainly kicking off the top of the ball but does it affect the flight or anything on there? Yes, absolutely. Let's see that is such a great great question. Um, the ground zero came out with the onside notch in front of their tee. Yeah, that's what you're referring to. The um, this is the uh, same. It's the version of uh, it's the ground zeros. It's, it's I guess I would say it's Under Armour's version of zero, but they have a notch too, so that you can do onside picks. Yeah, it's a little more difficult to get it to set up, but you can do that, and you can see that, correct? Yeah. Um, Brandon Cornblue, um, Cornblue Kicking picks the top, the Fab Fifty kickers in the nation every year. Um, he calls this tee the greatest onside kickoff tee he's ever seen, and for very, very good reason. Right? Uh, not only do we have this notch up front for whatever you want to do, this thing, this thing. I don't know if you can see this or not. So I'm going to pull out this sheet. When you order a launch pad kickoff tee, you get this ball set chart. Very, very important. Dial in whether you want a close rolling or roll it all the way down for a fine roller. Okay. You cannot do this. See what I mean? You can go put it this way. You're kicking this way. Can't do this with other tees. Yeah. Right? So in terms of being an onside or squib, uh, T, there's nothing like this. Okay. There is absolutely nothing like this. So that's an excellent question. No, oh, uh, see, that's, that's, I mean, as a special teams corner, you're always looking for an advantage. So that's all like my first mind when I'm thinking kickoff is okay, how's it affect onside squibs? So, I mean, that's great. And it's a great resource that you send a sheet on. Okay. Here's some stuff you can kind of start with. Here's where to start with. And then your kickers can kind of play with it from there. So, absolutely. This is a wedge kick. This shows you that it's set for a wedge kick. And this is on, like you said, this this sheet comes with every order so that you can like, send your kickers out there. This comes in a little box. It's like a kicking camp in a box. Okay. That That's great to know. I appreciate that. Um, I, count, I got two more main questions. And, and I, I know, I think, and we kind of talked beforehand and we were bringing this up is um, – I mean, what is your advice if you don't have a, like, I mean, obviously we all want our deep blue chip kickers who can kick in the end zone. And I would love to have one of those. And I've yet, to, in 10 years, I've not had one of those. Um, and for some reason, I always play three or four people who have those for somehow. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever. Um, so what is your advice if you don't have a blue chip kicker and we're trying to use this? Is it more use those resources we just talked about or do you have some other suggestions? I do have some other suggestions. That's a great question. Um, it's funny. We had to admit this. You know, we, we talked to uh, so many coaches. You know, our forward lane allows uh, kickers that are, that are blue chip kickers that really know what they're doing to take advantage of a sweet spot more exposed. But you really need to know what you're doing before you step into that. Okay, that's like a Formula One racer. You don't just sit down and drive one of those. There's a, there's a learning curve. Okay, but. Um, for, for the real world where we live, um, what, especially in high school, and this is the answer I'm going to give you, coaches, especially for high school. We kick off from the 40 yard line. Okay? And stay with me. When you kick off, 
even if it is a, a, a decent kickoff guy, if he doesn't put it in the end zone, the return is going to bring you out to about the 30 to the 35-yard line yeah. pretty much, right, all the time. So we'll say the 30 to the 35. If you, so just keep that in mind, 35-yard line. So if you start kicking off at the 40-yard line and you kick an intermediate squib through the front line, which is easy to do, and kick it so that it has a point of contention at the 40-yard line of the of the opposing team, you're going to have a, a like a 40% chance of recovering that, maybe 30 to 40% chance. If you and this is the reason I mentioned this, if you don't recover that, you're literally five to ten yards away from where you would have been anyways. Yeah. And so that means if you don't have a blue chipper, have your kicker dial in which one of these he likes. And as a coach, find get just a little bit of time with you and your kicker, go over this chart, man, you'll be able to just plan, have like three different plans yeah. of what you wanted to. And I, then here's the advice. Do this every time, every single time, kick this way, intermediate to the 40, kick this way, intermediate to the 40, act like this guy's going to kick, but have this guy kick. And it goes over here. The ball is in your hands. So this is the advice. The ball is in your hands as a coach on the kickoff. Don't just give it up. Give yourself an opportunity to recover the ball at the opposition's 40-yard line with an intermediate-range squib kick, and you're going to get maybe one or two possessions extra per game. So here's the, here's the question. What could you do, head coach, with five to ten extra possessions per season. Yeah, no, I get you on that. Like that's, I mean, that's a lot of extra scoring opportunities, and it keeps your defense off the field. It sure does, and it does not. It's the risk, and this is if you just think about it. There's zero risk. Yeah, five to ten yards. That's nothing. So that would be my advice. But it all starts with a launch pad kickoff tee. A launch pad kickoff tee absolutely does give you more on-site and squib options than any tee that's ever been devised, bar none. Okay. That's our claim. Now, before I get into kind of the kickoff boot camp, which we'll talk about here in a moment, for, for people who are just wondering, okay, where you're based. We, uh, I'm, I'm operating out of Maslin, Ohio. That's the home of Paul Brown, uh, home of the Tigers. The Cleveland Browns came out of here, the Cincinnati Bengals, basically, still run by the Brown family. Uh, Mike Brown's down there. And uh, here in Maslin, we have uh, a reputation for football innovation. Uh, we invented the face, Paul Brown invented the face mask, the structured practice, uh, the playbook. <laughs> um, Paul Brown was an innovator and we've maintained that. So it's, it was natural for us uh, to develop this team uh, while coaching for Maslin. Uh, we just, we obsessed about kicking and, and one day we saw that uh, a kicker in the NFL was leading the ball forward on field goals, so we developed a tee that would allow that on uh, on kickoffs. And so, so we're, it's more of an answer than what you asked for, Coach. But oh, we're no, here in Maslin, so you know we love football here. Oh no, I appreciate that. And then, kind of the next area we wanted to go to, and we we mean you've talked a little bit about this, but just so people can kind of be informed, um, you're holding, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, a kickoff boot camp coming soon. Uh, what is that, and what does that entail? Thank you for asking about that. Kickoff boot camp, uh, we believe, is the only 
um, camp of its kind, specifically at the kickoff play, uh, probably the most uh, under-recognized uh, play in terms of field position and actual ball possession of any play in football. Uh, typically, uh, coaches just give over, give the ball up. Uh, with launch pad uh, kickoff tee, we've we've uh, learned that there are so many different ways to kick a ball when you're kicking off um, that we've decided to uh, bring that knowledge to bear um, on a camp that we can have for coaches and for kickers so that they can come um, even together and uh, learn these new techniques and then also uh, learn the value of of a kickoff play. It should be a kicker's responsibility, especially in high school every year, for instance, to know exactly who the returners are on his opposition's team. And if he can get tape or get film, watch these kids and keep away from them. There should be a strategic understanding of what a, a game plan, if you will, uh, for a, uh, a kickoff strategy. Kick, and kickers should take that into their own hands if they need to and make that available to coaches. So uh, as a military man, uh, I got a lot out of a very short period of time called boot camp. And so we want to take that process in a four-hour camp and bring coaches or even just bring kids in. Um, they're just athletes. They don't even have to be kickers and get them ramped up so that they can be effective strategic weapons on kickoffs. So, I mean, what, when is your um, plan to hold that boot camp? I mean, obviously COVID has made some things a little more difficult. And unfortunately, with us being in Ohio, the weather is, what's the term I want to use? Unpredictable. Um, that's that's probably the nicest way to put Ohio weather. Um, so tentatively, when, what time of year? Uh, when, I'm assuming probably in the spring sometime. What, when are you looking? Okay, thanks for asking that. Um, actually, January 2nd, we've been at, we're so fortunate. We're so fortunate. We've been asked to go down to Dallas, the AT&T Stadium, uh, with national kicking rankings and actually be on field with a station and 70 of the top kickers from the Southwest uh, United States will be coming through our station and learning how to use the launch pad kickoff tee. At that event, uh, we have our professional whose name is Anthony Prevost. Uh, Anthony uh, has played in the indoor leagues for the last two years. He's out of uh, Virginia Beach and he is amazing with what he has been able to do in a very short period of time with the launch pad kickoff tee. So, we're going to do all of our film work and our promo work there in Dallas at that stadium. It's a great venue and uh, get our materials together. But we're already looking at the cities. Um, we've been selling. Launchpad uh, became available in October of last year. Then COVID hit. But since then, we've sold 1,500 units and over 250 colleges uh, have gotten on board. And many uh, coaches and, and camps and clinics uh, love this. So um, what we've done is we've looked at our spreadsheet and we've uh, seen the regions in the United States. Ohio is definitely one of the top uh, 15 uh, uh, locations for the launch pad. And we have not marketed heavily in Ohio. It's been a nationwide campaign. So uh, we're, we're setting it up. Uh, we'll definitely let you guys know because uh, we love Ohio. You know, this is paradise, man. And I really believe that. That's right, this area just south of the Great Lakes, yeah. this is the most fertile. You drop a rock on the ground here and things grow on it. It's just so beautiful and wonderful. It's paradise. So we want to hold our first, uh, uh, among the first football um, uh, okay. kickoff boot camps here in Ohio. And that, that'll be coming in the springtime. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, these, I, I mean, 
it's it's always interesting learning about new new stuff, and I, I will definitely take I'm definitely taking a look at it because I want to always look at stuff to help enhance my kickers. Um, and I encourage any coaches listening as well. Um, Mr. Schaefer's contact information, their website will all be in the bio below. Um, make sure you check it out. Um, again, there's some interesting things there in terms of injury prevention um, and things you can do with your kickoffs with, with this. So please take it, take, take an opportunity to, yeah, to check this out. Um, also, by the time this airs, he probably will have held that event down in, in what do you say, Dallas? Is that correct? Dallas and down in Dallas, and therefore you'll probably have some video and stuff you guys can also take a look at and kind of see how this is going for um, Mr. Schaefer and Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Um, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate taking the opportunity to learn, um, and I wish you nothing but health and safety, sir. Thank you very much, Coach, and same to you and your family this year. I appreciate that, and, and that was another episode of the uh, Kick and Cover podcast.